You know what, Sam? What? The Vegas Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup. Yes, they have. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. We've hoped you have had a good few days, and we are finally wrapping up our end-of-season grades, Sam. Uh, but before we do, we're going to get to some NHL news, Sam. And like you said in your one-liner, I mean, congratulations to Vegas. Yep, Vegas won. Their GM said they'd win it in six years, and they won it in exactly six years. So good for them. Yeah, good for them. Now, what's funny, Sam, I, I, I do want to mention at least a little bit, is that there have been quite a few fans out there that are complaining about Vegas winning the Cup because of the amount of LTIR they have used. But it's a loophole, and they exposed it. It's like Tampa. I mean, yeah. You can complain about it all you want. That's fine. But... We did it this year. Again, I don't think there's been a lot, but I have seen those voices on Twitter because that's usually where those loud voices lie at times on Twitter. But, I mean, it. I want to give credit where credit's due. I think Vegas was very good against mm-hmm. Florida, and yeah. it wasn't a close series. No, not at all. Uh, not close, not even a little bit close. So, but yeah, I mean, look, Vegas deserved it. They earned it. I tend to think because of our style, I think we may have been a better a better match for Vegas. I do too. I think the games will have been a lot closer because the thing is, Vegas was able to explode on their weakness, and that was defense. Well, that and and, and a little was, bit of goaltending I mean, and their was, injuries. Yeah, they were riddled with with injuries. I mean, very much so. I mean, Carolina wasn't exactly healthy either. But the players that were playing were healthier than I think the the players who were in Florida. I mean, Barkov I think was hurt. Ekblad was hurt. Ekblad had Gudis was hurt. Had a few injuries. Um, I think his shoulder. Um, I mean, problems with the shoulder, broken leg. So you had Lord. two of their best of two two top defensemen for Florida and Gudis and Ekblad who were hurt. So, and then Kachuk was out. So, yeah, Kachuk uh, he had a broken sternum. Yeah, so that's not pleasant. No. So at the end of the day, Florida was just riddled with injuries. I mean, you know, you can always be the same age old question if Florida's 100%. Do they win? Possibly. You just, you don't know. It's unfortunate. But good for Vegas. Good for their fans. Good for the hockey market in Vegas. And good for the hockey market in Florida. So don't don't discount that. That's good for the game. Yes, it really is. And, And you know what's interesting, Sam, is I mean, Vegas won, and there's been a lot of. Um, reactions of trying to find that formula of winning a Stanley Cup. And you know what Vegas has done? Made those bid trades. And Carolina probably hasn't done yet. Although I think the biggest trade they have done, similar to what they've done, is the Dougie Hamilton trade. But that's pretty much been it. That was the, that was a trade that set the culture. Yeah, and I don't... I wouldn't be surprised if the Hurricanes make a deal like that this offseason. I think it's more possible than not that they make a deal like that this offseason because they know they need a goal scorer. So, and they know they need a top six center. 
or someone tough. So I think there's some players out there who might fit the mold. Mark Shifley is a very popular name. I keep hearing about it around Lindholm. I keep so, hearing Connor Hellbuck's name being tossed around in the Hurricanes. I mean, yeah, so I mean, we'll look name. at it this way. So that's a goalie, and that's yeah. a good goalie. He'll be your number one. Kachekov, your number two. If you don't bring back Anderson or Ranta. So, yeah, I mean, there's goalies available in the trade market. There's goalies available in free agency. So John there's, there's, Gibson is another one. And that's one Carolina's been linked to forever. Yeah. So, and that's the kind of goalie. Hellebuck and, and Gibson are goalies that they met, fit Carolina's you know, MO when it comes to going for players, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think Carolina's biggest move is going to be for a forward. It might be a goalie too. They might make a couple. I mean, it's possible. They have plenty of draft picks. They have a first round pick they can use to barter with if they choose to do so. So they have options. Yeah, they do. Um, Another piece of news that we have is, and this actually came out today is that Jesper Brod signed an eight-year, $7.875 million contract, which is, I think, a little bit on par to kind of what... Um, I saw this on Cap Friendly's Twitter, too. It's a little bit on par to what the Hurricanes gave to Andrei Svechnikov. Eight-year, uh, 7.5-something million dollars. So, yeah. Um, I still think Svech can be a more of a impact player than Brat can. But I think that's honestly, I think that is a pretty good deal because I think you know he's a very good player. Even when he isn't scoring goals, he's very effective on the ice. That guy can move. Yeah, no, I mean, good for good for them. They needed that uh, deal to get done. The question is going to be about Timo Meyer now. So you never know. Yeah, and apparently what I've heard about Timo Meyer is that they're planning on going into arbitration with him along with Ottawa and Brinkett because apparently if you can settle an arbitration, uh you get 1 year on the contract and uh 80 and a 15% or I think 85 so so percent- they I think 15% decrease in the salary. They have to keep in mind if he signs his qualifying offer, I think it's 10 million. Yes. So they got to qualify him to get to arbitration and he might just sign the, the one year 10 million and try again. Yeah. So I mean, arbitration, it, it can, it can, well, it can sour things, but it can also delay the inevitable sometimes. And I think that's what these teams are doing because they don't want to lose these players for nothing. Yeah, it's true. And Carolina, there are teams out there who might, who might offer sheet him and Carolina is again, this season in prime spot to do so. I'm not saying they're going to try to qualify them, him per se, but there might be teams that are cap strapped. Um, but you know, they could throw a kink into things like you can plan to go to arbitration, but you got to get there got to qualify him his qualifying offer is not low <laughs> no no it really isn't so he might be like screw that i'm gonna sign this and then we'll go from here next year so that's the thing is you can keep signing the qualifying offers because to get there either you got to get a deal done before july 1 or you got to qualify him if you choose not to qualify him he becomes the ufa true and then anyone can get him and that would just be stupid yeah, it would. And the next piece of news, Sam, is Peter Lavalette is hired as the Ooh. head coach for the Rangers. Not we, booing we him, don't, booing we the Rangers. Don't, 
I was about to clarify that. We don't like the team that he's joining with. In fact, I think a lot of Canes fans would agree, Sam, that nobody likes the idea of Peter Lovelet joining the Rangers. Not because of him personally, but because of the team he is joining. Because fans still love Peter Lovelet, especially if you've been a fan ever since... Uh, they won the Stanley Cup in 06 because he won that team with them. So I think he has a special place in all of our hearts. And I mean, I hope <laughs> I'm torn a little bit now that he's with the Rangers. I hope that he does well to the point that the Rangers don't do well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we'll see. I think he's going to. He's gonna... The thing is. <sighs> The reality is, in this case, he he can be a great coach, though. He gets the most out of play. He, the reason why Laviolette doesn't coach anywhere long, he gets the most out of a roster within one to two within his first two years. And after that, they just kind of start to tune him out. Exactly. And that's why. Look, to be honest with you, everyone knows I love Rob Brennamore, but I wanted Laviolette to coach Carolina this next season because I believe. He is, if you want to pick a coach in the NHL who you could almost be guaranteed to get you over that hump, it's Laviolette. Yeah, he, so he can right now, he's because good. of that hire, the, te- the, the scariest team in the NHL just became the Rangers because he is going to get the most out of that Ranger squad. I know. I'm 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 concerned as a Canes fan looking at the Rangers, but we'll be doing a later episode on that sim where we analyze the Metro teams, at uh, usually at the start of the new season, or probably in the preseason era of things. So it's going to be interesting, definitely. Another piece of news, Sam: the sale is finally done for the Ottawa Senators. Michael and and Louder is now owner of the Senators. Yeah, good for him. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> it's not um, Ryan Reynolds, so I don't care. Just it's over with. Players can move on, and we can start having conversations about something. I think the one thing about the sale is that I think messy. it dragged on too long. It was messy. Yeah, it was messy, and I think the NHL made enemies with Reynolds probably, and or that didn't that that didn't go as well as they probably wanted it to. Well, I don't think it was there necessarily the NHL, but. Um, the uh, people that run the senators, yeah, that um, I don't know who it is to be honest, but overall, I'm just glad that the sale's done because I just think it dragged on too long. Yeah, it did. I think it would have been better. <sighs> I think it would have been better served to that to be wrapped up faster than it was. I, I would have personally have liked to have seen Ryan Reynolds purchase it. Oh, I would have I- too think- because it would have helped to gain more popularity with not just the senators but the NHL and the fact that you have or even Snoop an Dogg. actor. He was trying for it too. It's it's look, I don't like Snoop Dogg and I'll be honest with you, I don't. <laughs> but I recognize None of us like rap. Let's just point that out to you guys. We don't really like rap. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you, you need Having a celebrity owner makes for good publicity. It does. And for a league that's trying to compete, 
with other leagues. It's like the NBA, like the MLB. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, uh, good for him. Um, I believe he's, like, in the transportation industry, the healthcare industry, and I think one other. But good for him. Um, the next piece of news, which is our last piece of news, Sam, then we'll get to our uh, end-of-season grades, is that uh, the Raleigh-Durham market was the 14th highest rating um, for, uh, sorry, not not the cup final, but um, the final four, hmm. basically. Interesting. Um, and I am going to give credit to the Hurricanes Report on Instagram for letting us know um, on that. So thank you. Um, I thought I want to put that in the news because I it just shows how much um, the um, about hockey in Raleigh has really gone up. Oh yeah, in its value. Oh yeah, no hockey has become huge in this state. I mean, it's so important. I mean, you're just to a place now where it's crazy. Yes, definitely. So good for the Hurricanes and good for you listening to this because if you're listening to this, you are part of the reason why that hockey has grown here in the Triangle. And remember, Sam, it's Triangle, not Raleigh, as kind of what we heard from the uh, Don Waddell thing from 99.9 The Fan, but that's funny. So, yes. So before we get to our end-of-season grades, let's get to our sponsor. Light the lamp during hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplineinma.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort. 21 Plus, the most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. Okay. End of season grades part two. Sam, for the forwards. How are we going to do this? Do you want to do one, one at player a at a time? Okay, yeah. I was thinking that yeah, since I forgot to. One player uh, at a time. Yeah. I'll let you go first. Okay, so Seth Jarvis is first on our list. I tried to randomize as much as I could. Uh, I gave Seth Jarvis a B. reason why is because, well, during the regular season – he didn't do good in terms of the points. I still thought he still played pretty good. And to be honest, this is a player that's really small that plays a very big game. And when it got to the playoffs, he really um, upped his game, I thought. I thought he was probably one of the best forwards the Kings had had throughout the playoffs. Uh, he was amazing. I believe like 10 points in, I think, 12 games, I believe, um, is how much we played. But Jarvis was just really good. Yeah. 
overall in the playoffs. So I gave him a B because of his, um, mainly because of his playoff performance. I probably would have given him a, given him a C for the season, but his playoff performance was really good. I thought. I agree with you. So I also would give him a B. I thought he did pretty well in the playoffs. I mean, you know, again, A for the playoffs, C for the regular season, averages out to that to that B that we're looking at right here, right? So, you know, that's the that's where I agree with you there. I, I thought he was great. So good for Jarvis. I want to see more. Yes, I do too. And one of the part of the exit interviews, Jarvis said that he wants to get tougher. And good for him. Uh, he's a small guy, so he, size isn't really his advantage. But if he gets tougher, that means he's probably going to play a little bit nastier. And I love a nasty Jarvis. Yeah, because he can get a little aggressive, and it's kind of like okay. Yeah, I a little bit, a Jarvis. little bit. I mean, it's a little bit like Nathan Gerby, mm-hmm. a little bit, when he was on our team. Oh, yeah. And to quote the famous Master Yoda. Size matters not. Matters not. Yeah, no. I mean, look, he's been great. I love, I love him. I'm hoping he gets better. Do I think that's a player? I look at moving. I look. I wouldn't. I move Natchez before I move Jarvis because Jarvis's playoff performance has been better, and that's what yes, it has right now. Like, I'll take regular season Jarvis if it means I get playoff Jarvis, right? So that's fine with me, but. Um, again, like I say every time, if you believe that you want to get better, you have to be learned to be okay with moving pieces you like. So I've come to grips with, I want to get better. So I'm going to be okay with pieces we move if it means we get better. Yes. And if I love the player. Look, I love Derek Stahl. Hated that we left, lost him. I loved UC Okunen. And I think we traded him twice. I loved UC And same Okunen. with Root 2. I, I loved Skinner and we moved Skinner out. I mean, there are times you just got to understand it happens. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, um, hockey is has become a business. Yes. So. But it has to be a business because you got to yeah. get better and you got to be able to get better. Yes, exactly. Uh, next player is Stefan Nason. I gave the guy an A. Yeah, an A because he did. I agree. I also gave, gave him an A. But that's just because he exceeded in every facet and every – rationale he exceeded expectations this season and i think that's just so important something you just can't like ignore yes um in the playoffs in 15 games nason had eight points four goals four assists and in the regular season stefan nason had 36 points 13 goals 23 assists now impressive i think this is going to be a career this past season, what we saw was a career year. And remember, I don't think line. he replicates this again. I don't know. Well, is he up? Is his contract up? No, he has one more year left. So you you definitely keep him in the NHL next year. Um, I think possible. of him. I think of him though when as his role on the ice is more of a bottom six player. I don't know if he has the skill to be a top of nine, but I think he's better than a fourth liner. Yeah, so he's a player that can play up. Yes, I say like a bottom six. He's a guy six. who can play in your top six. He's a guy who can play in your bottom six. Like if kind of like him. a Jesper Faust, which yeah. we'll get to. So he's a guy that if you need him to play, he can play, and that's what's important here. Yes, definitely. So I gave him an A. You gave him an A. We both agree there. 
Next player, Jordan Martin. Look, I gave the guy an A. Yeah, because he exceeded every expectation everybody yes. had on but him. But he was healthy. He was healthy. That was, I think, the biggest key factor yes. going into this season. Because he was rend- he was rendered with injuries the season before. Yep. But yep. a healthy Martinuk that can be very good. I mean, he he was really good. 34 points in 82 games. 13 goals, 21 yeah. assists. Excellent. Now, do... Do I think maybe at times he can play up? Maybe, but not as much as I would probably give to Nason or Faust. Yeah, and Martin again. Martin, I'd probably Martin. put him on the fourth line with Stahl and maybe Esper Faust. Make that your fourth line. It's a good fourth line. Exactly. So that worked out. Martinick was great. What about Jack Drury? I give him a C. I gave Drury a C too. But it's not because I think he played poorly. It's because he didn't play enough. So it's a very limited sample size for Jack Drury in this situation because he wasn't bad, but he wasn't, you know, like, wow, you know, like exceeding expectations. He was probably right at that average point. So see average. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, he played a lot during the end of the season when it came to the injuries, um, for Svetch. I mean, yeah, that's huge right there. So Drury probably comes in. I mean, he had eight points there. Um, and in the playoffs, Drury had, uh, I believe, um, he had three assists and 13 points. I think 13 this is, games, 13 games. Sorry. You said 13 points. Sorry. Like, my bad. My bad. Not 13 Drury points. Drury did very good and I did not yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like if Drury had 13 points, you probably are in the, probably hoisting the Stanley cup last night or the other night. Yeah, probably. But yeah, three points in 13 games. So, I mean, here's the thing. I, I doubt we see him in a Canes jersey at the start of the season because I think he gets traded. Yeah, yeah, because Carolina, he, there's no room for him. In the, there really the isn't, and, and and with Hurricanes and win now mode, you, you don't really have the patience right now of waiting for him to be that player. You're already having so many projects right now with like, I mean, KK. I don't think has lived up to his full potential. He'll be a good third line center next year. Yeah, KK will, and I think if he ups his game next season, maybe he can finally be that second Because right now you've got Ajo and Stahl and KK. You need that other center, but I think you're going to bump those two down. I think KK's going to go three, Stahl will go to four, and you're going to get someone like a Lindholm for your your second-line center. I think they're going to go out and address that. Um, yeah, but next probably. Andre Svechnikov, he got hurt. We didn't get him in the playoffs. So we're only judging him on the regular season. And in that regard, I give him an A. I thought he had a really good year and I would have loved to have seen him play a little bit more. I was a little bit more critical of Svech. Actually, I gave him a C plus. Okay. So, and here's the thing. I, he, there were times where he played very good, but there are times I'm, during the season where I'm like, oh, my God, this guy needs a goal. Remember that stretch where he went on. Yeah, that's true. I'm just like, man, this guy needs a goal. And part of it's luck, I think. But the other part is I think he kind of needs to work a little bit harder. Yeah. Too. He needs, I mean, he started out as a sniper early in his career, sniper type of role. But then he's turned into this big power forward. But the thing is, is that I think he, 
he needs to identify if he wants to remain being that power forward type of player or if he wants to be more of a sniper, like a Pacioretty, which we will grade um, for his five games with us. But with Svechnikov, I, I just get frustrated sometimes with him, especially during that stretch where he didn't have a goal uh, for quite some time and when the new year hits. I think that's fair. Um, but for KK, I give him a B because with KK, it was either he was playing like a first line center or he was playing like a fourth line center. I gave him, I gave him a B too. He was, you know, it was never very consistent. Well, so the thing with KK is that he had a very slow, poor start to the season, but Second half, Sam, my gosh. I, I believe it was like in the last 40 or 50 games, something. He had like 38 points. Oh, he was great in that second half of this the uh, regular season. And the stats, I mean, there's, I mean, it's career year for him. 43 points in 82 games, 18 goals, 25 assists. He's not a second line center yet, in my opinion. Yeah, but I, the guy's still young. He's twenty two years old. He'll he get could there. he he could get there. He really could. Again, he had a really good, strong second half to the season, and I think at the end of the season, he was probably one of the most developed players on the team. Yeah. Um, and with KK. I, I kind of agree with you in the playoffs that at times I thought he was really good and at times he just wasn't. And the stats, I think, a little bit showed that. Seven points in 15 games. That's not bad. No. But it's not great. But I think that's the problem you had in the playoffs in general. You just didn't get enough people showing up, especially in that last round. That's fine. Uh, we'll see what happens next year with KK. Uh, Derek Stepan, I gave an F. He just it wasn't. He just wasn't. He just wasn't. And I love Stepan, but he just wasn't. He wasn't I, what I gave him. I gave him a D because, and here's the thing. At the start of the season, I mean, Derek Stepan, he signs kind of last minute a little bit with the Canes. And I was happy to bring him back. Mm-hmm. I know we know a guest that is like the captain of the Derek Stepan fan club and Adam Gold. Um, but to me, he's not that same player mm-hmm. anymore. No. Nope, nothing there. Uh, Tara Vinen, also an F. He was so bad this year. I mean, just so bad. Yeah, um, I gave I gave Tara... To, well, yeah. I, I'll give Tara Vinen... Actually, I gave Tara Vinen a D. To me, only one person is going to be an F. You probably might know who that is. But Tara Vinen, he really struggled this season. He did in a unbelievable way i think some of it was injury related but he was bad he just wasn't good I mean, you heard scott burnside and i talk about this right what's his value it's dropped so is it going to be still high it could it still be high yeah i don't think it will be but but i don't think it's as high as it was at the start of the season no so we'll have to wait and see what happens there, but he need, if you keep him, he needs to bounce back. Yeah, six games, one point in the playoffs with him because he got hurt. Yep, he actually had a goal. His one point was a goal. Surprisingly. Yeah, it was a goal. Right. Um, 
And wasn't that yeah that that goal was in the very last game of the playoffs for us at Florida? Yep, he, he came back. So I mean, good for him for coming back, obviously. But uh, sixty-eight games, thirty-seven points. You gotta get more from him. He oh, yeah. really needs oh, to. Yeah. Um, Jordan Stahl, an A. He was really good this year, but he's had two really good seasons. I gave him a B, uh, but I think you could argue an A because Stahl, he is the heart and soul of this team. And the guy, I think he he, he plays a little bit like Svech in that he's a big guy. Play, he's a power forward type of game, but I actually think he's better in that power forward role right now than Svetch's. Um, and I think the points to me kind of uh, show that Stahl in third has 34 points in 81 games of the regular season, 17 goals, 17 assists. Very, very decent numbers for Jordan Stahl. Um, now, Jordan Stahl, Sam, he is not getting younger. <laughs> He's not. So, and here's the thing. Brendan Moore, you can tell his favorite player is Jordan Stahl on this team. You know it. I don't want that to be it. And to me, I think this is going to be a bit of a test for Rob Brendan Moore. Well, it's also don't about- let that be a hindrance of letting, of kind of letting the scoring potential of this team go down. Because Stahl, even though I love the guy, He's getting older. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to be a fourth line center because mm-hmm. he got to create more offense. And, but I still think he's one of the best face-off men. I think he is the best face-off man on the team, and I, he's still really good defensively. Yeah, no, Stahl's been great. He's older. Um, I'm concerned that we haven't signed him yet. <laughs> I think I think we'll sign him. I I, I really do. Um, it seems like all priorities are on Sebastian Ajo. And I'm probably more optimistic about Ajo than I am with Stahl because um, it seems like Tom Dunn says we are going to basically try our best to re-sign Ajo. Yeah. Um, Jesper Faust. I gave him an A. I gave him a C. I thought he was fine. Which really? Which is another player who did wow me in any capacity this season. I know he's a player you feel we need to be bring back, but he's a player I feel you can replace. So I don't hate him. If we resign him, I'm cool with it. If we don't, I'm cool. He with was it. a huge yeah. reason to me. That's why I, why I would bring him back. Without him, I don't think this team would have gone as far in the playoffs. I really don't. He was amazing for the Hurricanes in the, play- in the playoffs. Now, I would argue his time in the playoffs were better than his time in the regular season. But also regular season, I mean, 29 points, 80 games. I mean, he, he's not a flashy player by any means, but he's a player that does his job so well. I'm willing to pay him, honestly, $3 million at the most. But I think you can sign him for something like that. You see, like I don't that. want to pay a third line. I don't want to use $3 million on him. Like that that's just the thing. I feel like he's a player you could replace with Jameson Reese or Vasily uh oh good lord. Vasily Ponomarev. Yeah, I feel like he's a player you can replace with one of those guys. Uh, I don't 
I I disagree because I think Jesper Faust is really good. And I think because of his experience of being a captain with the Rangers, I think he has a voice in that locker room in terms of some leadership. I I think that's possible, but he's, he's just a player I'm not willing to give that kind of money to. Well, we can agree to disagree on Jesper Faust. Uh, the uh, next player, Sebastian Ajo, a, I mean, the just, MVP of this team. I gave him a B. I gave him an A, but that's just because he's he was the best player on the team. He needs, and the reason I have A, not A plus, is because he can do better. That's see, that's my reason why I didn't give him an A because with Ajo, seventy five games in the regular season, so he got hurt for a little bit, but sixty seven points. Yeah. You gotta get more out of Aho. I think Aho can be honestly a ninety-point player. I think he can be a hundred-point player. I don't know if he can be hundred, but I think he can be a ninety-point player. I think with the right line mates, he can be a hundred-point player. Yes, and I think that's part. Of, and I think that could be part of the reason too is that Teravina was not playing well at all. It kind of drug Aho's performance a little bit. Mm. I think that's arguable. Oh, yeah. To be honest. Oh, yeah. But Ajo, I mean, he, you know he can do more. And in the playoffs, I mean, he he was tied with points with, in 15 games, 5 goals, 7 assists, 12 points. Do you want a little bit more out of Ajo? Yes. But that's not bad. That's really good. So, I, I mean, I gave him a B because I know there can be be more to his game. But I think you could argue an A as well. Martin Netris. I gave him a B. If it was the end of the season right now and we were discussing the Sam, I would have given him an A. But his playoff performance, not so good. Yeah, you see, that's... That's why I gave him a B. That's, That's the thing, right? So that's where you get to... The, the question. Um, I, I gave Natchez an A only because his regular season was so good. But his playoff was so bad. But I, he just did so well in the regular season. He showed season. up in one game in the playoffs. And yeah. it, it was the... I, you know, we did win that game. It was the second row game against the Devils yeah. where he scored two goals. He was amazing that game. He needs to show that more. And I think another thing, too, Sam, that we kind of saw with Natchez, especially in that Devils series, is that he likes a game that has no physical contact Well, so that's in the why game. I think he a struggled a lot in the Islanders series because they play that heavy game. It's true. Now, Florida, they were able to play that heavy game with us, and that kind of destroyed us because we didn't have any fight back, which is why we need size, and I think we need goaltending. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's reasonable. And I think there's some players out there who will get that for us. Yes, maybe we can get Zach Dalpy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys will have seen the video portion of this, which I'm, we might do in the future, Sam just gave me an angry stare. It was fun. No Zach Dolpy. <laughs> there are better players available than Zach Dolpy. Drayson Bowman. 
No. <laughs> and I like Jason Bowman. Oh, man. Uh, we, we Sam, we need to have an episode one time of just kind of going down the history of um, hurricane players that have a special place in our hearts, whether it's good or bad. I think that'd be an interesting episode. Okay, back to this episode. Um, so, Natchez, yes, I gave a B, um, and you gave him an A. Again, I didn't think he warranted an A because of his playoff performance, but I agree, I agree with you, Sam. He had an amazing, yeah. amazing regular season. Now, how he got those 71 points, I mean, most of that was during the first 50, 60 games. And yeah. then at the end, he kind of fizzled off. But without a doubt, you see those points. You know he had a resurgence, which to me, I think that warrants enough to where we keep him uh, for the start of the regular season. I think it's definitely possible. I think it's going to be dependent. With him, it's always dependent upon, and with any kind of young player, it's dependent upon what you're you know like what you're gonna do right with that player. exactly it's a contract year so do you think eh, it's not gonna happen you know then you move him right for a piece that's gonna help you in the now maybe later but if you think you're not gonna be if you are going to resign him then of course you keep him but unless you're getting a keen's ransom from martin Natchez, i don't think you move him because i just think the risks are just too great that's just that's my opinion um Next is Jesse Pugliarvi. Yes, I gave him a a C because a C. Oh, you're generous. I gave him an F. I gave him well. I gave him a C because I don't think there was a player who worked harder than him and just couldn't do it. So that's why I liked him. I really did. Probably liked him. I liked him more than a lot of people do. I I did not like him. I'm sorry. He didn't show anything in the playoffs. I think. In terms of points, looking at his playoffs, he had, uh, let's see, Pogliarvi. In seven games, he had one point in the playoffs. That's just not good. Um, And in the regular season, 17 games, two points. I don't think he comes back. I really don't. I mean, I don't think he comes back either, but... I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back either because he could be a cheap player you bring back. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. we got to qualify before July 1. So, Yeah, well, I mean, we gave him a chance to possibly prove himself. Remember, this is a top three pick, and I believe the uh, 2017 draft, I believe. Don't count me on that, but I believe 2017. Or maybe it was 2016. No, 2016, I think it was. So, I mean, you knew that there might there might be something there. So the Hurricanes took a chance on him. Oh, yeah. But it just didn't work out, unfortunately. And honestly, Sam, I feel bad for the guy. I do. It didn't work out. I do not wish uh, for any player in the league to have a horrible season. Yes. But the reality is... I didn't think he had a good season, which is why I gave him an F. <laughs> so, yes. Am I a little bit harsh? Maybe. But I just didn't like his I game. understand it. It's not like I don't get where you're coming from. Yes. Now, for the next player who played all but just five games, 
Sam, we are going to grade him. <laughs> Max Pacioretty. I gave him an A. Yeah, he was great. He scored goals. He was he wonderful. Did, he did what you brought him here to do, which was score from the get-go. It's just an unfortunate reality what happened yes and there's not really much to talk about because he only played five games Mm -hmm. but in those five games he got three goals and that's really good oh yeah no he he did so much better than anyone could have thought yes and i was just so upset when he re-injured his achilles and i kind of doubt he comes back so again i hate it yeah, it, w- it would be nice, but I just don't think it happens. I hate it because when Pacioretty was healing up for those games, sadly it was only five, mm. he was with the team. Like, I, I remember that incredible moment. Um, where, where, I don't know if you saw the video, but it was during a Hurricanes game where a little kid dropped her ice cream. Ice cream yeah. And Pacioretty came down. Like, that's such a great move there for oh, Pacioretty. He seems like a very, very great guy. Um, I just hope he finds um, good luck in his um, road to recovery. So the last player is Paul Stastny. And if I were to label a person who is captain of the Paul Stastny fan club... I think it's Sam Briscoe, oh, and he yeah. is proud of it oh, too. He's yeah. dan- he was dancing over there, across the table. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I love me some Paul Stastny. He is. Oh, if he comes, if he comes back, I'd be so happy. I thought Paul Stas. I give Paul Stastny an A. I thought. He of was course you great. will. He was great in the playoffs. Clutch. He really found his game in the regular season. Best fourth line center this team has had in a long time. I gave him a C. Go to hell. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I gave him a C because he did not have a good. No, Paul Stasny A. Don't listen to my co host. No. It is an A. Uh, a. A. <laughs> okay, we're just going to leave it at that because I can't get a word in edgewise about Paul Stasny. So we'll just leave it like that. Um, I am the end-all be-all when it comes to Paul Stasny. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Well, there's some comedy for you guys at the end of this episode. We hope you have had a nice one. Uh, We will see you guys when the next episode airs on Monday. Let's go, Paul Stasny. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at The Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.